correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if this news had come out by our last episode, that Charlie Cox is confirmed as Daredevil. Was this out by the last episode? I can't remember. This is news that you got from me, Sean, in the last episode. <laughs> I don't even know who you are anymore. Like, where are you today, Ian? <laughs> Hello and welcome to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies, the podcast that could at any second accidentally itself into the MCU. Yeah, I fucking wish. I'm Ian Whittington and as always, this is the Irishman that will eat both your arms, both your legs and the face right off your head, leaving you as an armless, legless, faceless thing, rolling down the street like a turd in the wind. Hello, Sean. And I, I actually can't talk to you. Uh, Kevin Feige hasn't given me permission to speak. Half of this podcast has been absorbed into the MCU, and buddy, I don't, I don't got good news for you. So, uh, yeah, Sony got the rights to me, and Marvel got the rights to you. I was like, motherfucker, no! I have to wait till the post-credits scene to get accidentally bamped into the MCU. All right, true, but that would make you the Tom Hardy to my Topher Grace. So, I think you are still winning. I, yes, no, you're absolutely no Topher Grace isn't MCU though, is he? Uh, well, we'll find out when we see I mean, No Way Home yeah, really well. Next week, he absolutely could be. Yeah, yeah, there is. That's a very real possibility. Um, how are you doing, Sean? Busy. Um, so this, so I'm, I'm both saying this to you and to all of our lovely, lovely listeners right now. We are really sorry if we don't seem <laughs> as prepared as usual to say that this last seven days has been insane does not do it like pleasantly yeah, insane don't get me wrong there's oh been yeah lots of nice things happening but there's been lots of things happening oh yeah and the usual level of preparedness that you're all so used to where we are <laughs> for example we... having watched, the... watched the <laughs> so i haven't i haven't re-watched venom and sean hasn't even watched let there be carnage so sean's gonna neither of us me... have even approached Lawrence of Arabia. So I don't know how we're going to swing that one today. Yeah, but, that's, that was an odd late last minute edition that we really didn't need to do. I mean, I, I had Ben Hur, but. <laughs> so you're going to talk me through Venom and I'm going to talk you through Let There Be Carnage, which is going to be great. <laughs> sure. And if anyone thinks that this sounds awfully like the Wikipedia articles, you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yep. IMDb, Wikipedia, you're my friend. No, I'm not going to donate one pound. <laughs> saving my, my podcast um, oh dear we, I mean like we have news but do we have news that people will be interested in I'm sure no, you do yeah no I don't have that I, I haven't even googled news I assume something is happening with Spider-Man but I have some films I can talk about that we will pretend to be news so, to cool. the I'm news gonna, to the news to the news my friend news team assemble You do your movie first because I'm looking to see if any advanced reviews of No Way Home have come out. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Um, so I watched The Suicide Squad, the, the movie, um, which is the new one from James Gunn. And um, so we talked about this a few weeks ago and how the box office was described as disappointing, blah, 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 blah. Nobody really gave it a chance. I really liked this movie. I liked it. It's, okay, I heard. Yeah, I heard good things. I did. Yeah, it's very James Gunn. Like it is Technicolor, um, 
goofy, quirky, um, totally different tonally from the first film. Um, the only thing that really carries over is um, your man, uh, Captain Flag, who is played by... Oh, I want to same. see if I remember the name. Joel... Joel Ed, not Joel Edgerton. Not Joel um, you Edgerton, are right. Yeah. Um, uh, it is. Oh, yeah, it's him. Um, Rick your Flag, man. who is played by your man. Um, Joel. In the, f- in the film, Joel. Um, wait, we're going to get this. Joel... Not Edgerton, Google. I know it's not. Joel Kinnaman um, is the person that plays. Never going to get that. No, no, never in a million years. But anyway, he's the only thing that really carries over. Um, he's perfectly fine. Um, Peter Capaldi is very weird in this film, and I love it. Um, show stealer is, of course, Margot Robbie again. This is, I think, the best Harley Quinn performance she does. Oh, I okay. love it. And I really liked Birds of Prey as well. Oh, okay, because I was about to say, I don't think you liked Birds of Prey very much, but I thought she oh, was no, very I did. good in it. Yeah, no, no, I did. No, I, well, I may not have done. I definitely liked her in it. Because I think she was very good in it. But it was yeah. just getting her kind of away from the constraints of, right, we have to tick certain boxes. Yeah, um, and this is the same thing. This is exactly the same thing. Um, it's much more separate from the DC EU than the original Suicide Squad film was. But yeah, happily surprised. It's ridiculous. It's bonkers. The climax is dumb, but I I liked it. I liked it. Um, I have seen the first fifteen minutes of it, uh, mm-hmm. because I got it when it came to streaming, and I yeah. just I I just I don't know what it was. It wasn't that I wasn't enjoying it. I was just like, I need to be in a certain mood for this, don't I? So oh, you do. Absolutely. The first fifteen minutes. So I've seen that scene. Yes. You know what I mean? And that is like, yeah, thumbs up for me. And I was like, I, I can already say I'm enjoying this more than the first one. Mm-hmm. And I will come back to it. Now, that was several months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's obviously terrible. No, uh, it does look like it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, it's a good bit of fun. They, they, it, obviously, there's a, a John Cena plays Peacemaker. And that is dovetailing into a TV show, um, yes. which picks up after the... A post credits scene in the in the film, so it's interesting that like this is the first DCEU TV show, isn't it? That's canonically I'm in the DCEU. Going to say yes, unless we're forgetting Titans isn't. Um, oh, I don't think because Titans crossed over with the Arrowverse in the Crisis on Infinite Earths thing. Now I don't wait, know if that did it. There is it's a blink and you'll miss it moment. Uh, but Robin, not Nightwing Robin, but I think Tim Drake Robin. As in is Netflix's in Titans. One, <clears throat> yeah, as in like a one wow. second cameo in, uh, have you seen The Crisis on Infinite Earths? The no, I one? haven't, I haven't. It's for, even if, it, like, if you, you'll know the characters, even oh, if you don't know the people of, playing yeah. them. Yeah. I've watched most of the Arrowverse shows. I've just missed oh, it right. the last kind of four years. So it was basically, it was kind of a love letter and it was kind of a love letter to it seemed like a combination of whoever we can get. And also there was a few kind of like, no, no, we actively pursued, but it did seem there was at least Robin and one other Titans character in a one second cameo. There is. That's awesome. Yeah. Something is happening. They react to it. Um, Because there's other things like, uh, I realize I'm tangenting here, but it's because this is thing I actually know that I can talk about this week. Um, (laughs) There was a Birds of Prey TV show in the 90s that I think ran for one season and they cameo. (laughs) That's awesome. 
and I know an old, uh, like a Flash, who was in, I think, uh, at least a pilot anyway, in the 90s. He cameos <laughs> as well. It was it was Burt Ward from the 60s Batman. That Robin, oh, he cameos. awesome. Knox from the 89 Batman, the reporter guy. He oh, cameos. Wow. Okay. Like it's it's run, and it was literally, it seemed like the doors open. If you'd like to be a part of it, come Turn in and be a on part this of it. day. Yeah. yeah, you'll be in the background somewhere. Uh, it was cool, actually. And then, of course, there was a, I think enough time has gone by that I can say this spoiler. Ezra Miller's Flash turns up in a scene with um, Sebastian. No, that's the character's Not name. Sebastian Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin, yeah. Grant Gustin. Uh, Grant Gustin's that's Flash. Awesome. And that's a cool scene. And it's like, completely has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. It was obviously Ezra Miller's free right uh-huh. now. Get to Let's set. Let's do it. Yeah. And there's something there. If DC got their shit together, like... Look at how constructed Marvel is being about it and drip feeding us like stuff from Spider-Man and getting Venom across. I was going to say, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if this news had come out by our last episode that Charlie Cox is confirmed as Daredevil. Was this out by the last episode? I can't remember. This is news that you got from me, Sean, in the last episode. <laughs> I don't even know who you are anymore. Like, where are you today? And where are you? Listen to last Stop week. changing the background on your... Uh, <laughs> Listen to last week's episode and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing news. This is the best. I had no idea. Are you lying? I was like, no, no, no. I had to pull up my sources. <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> That's great. Oh. That's so good. That's the best. Um, yes. <laughs> so the news this week, Charlie Cox again is Daredevil. That's how good news it is. It's also it's how, how good it is. I bet you something crazy is happening out there and we've just been not paying attention. Um, I had a look while uh, while you were shiting on about Crisis in Infinite Earths. I had uh-huh. a look there. There's no uh, even spoiler-free reviews. The premiere is today of No Way Home. So Rotten Tomatoes is oh, nothing. Oh, okay, so there's, there's not no, going to be anything. Yeah, there's no audio or there's no critic consensus yet. Um, so as it stands, anything that is out there is someone who's about to be hunted down by Kevin Feige. <laughs> I wish yeah. it was us. Um, cool. Get you though. Last quick mini, mini, mini review. I, I watched Scream 4, and that's the first Scream movie I've ever watched. And I'm just going to leave you with that bit of information. <laughs> no, no, we're addressing that. How did you manage to not see, like, I, you're lucky that you haven't seen Scream 3, but how just in life have you gone without seeing never, Scream? Never overlapped with them. I watched, all I know about Scream comes from Scary Movie. So I've mm. seen all of the Scary Movie films. Um, just never got, never, never overlapped with me. Never, never crossed over into my nerddom. Um but yeah, I watched Scream 4 because it was on and it was, I got lost. <laughs> yes, well, yes, you would. You would. Like, now, who said me and why, does, why do I give a shit? The worst thing about Scream 4, I actually really like Scream 4. I liked what they did with it. The worst thing about it is that, well, okay, you know certain characters are going to survive the events of Screams 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Scream 1 yeah. and 2, they are a solid little two, like duology. Yeah, that's what I've heard. 3 is rubbish. It's oh, no. just like, uh, and, and I suppose I think it makes sense because the screenwriter of one, two, and four didn't yeah. do three, and you can see it. Ah, oh, that makes sense. And uh, Wes Craven did all of them, but won't be doing the new one. Lazy, really? Yeah, really. I don't yeah. know. He needs to sort himself out. It does a bit, yeah. Um, so we're dreadful people. Yeah, yeah, just, we are. <laughs> just in case you don't know, Wes Craven died a few years he, ago. He passed away 2015, uh, I believe, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So he did do four, as you say. Four was good because it was when all of the the re 
reboots as opposed to remakes. Because every Scream Correct, has yeah. been about something. Scream was self-aware. Mm-hmm. Um, Scream 2 was about sequels. Sequels, yeah. Scream 3 was a cash grab, and it was so obviously a cash grab, and it was dreadful. Um, and then Scream 4 was, okay, rebooting franchises, which is it's why... not... It's not great, but it's not terrible. No, but, but I again, mean, it's not about reboot. It, no, it, it thinks it's about rebooting, but it no, isn't. It is because the whole point... Okay, spoilers, by the way, for Screen 4. Yeah. Because Sydney's last thing against character is, yeah. you forgot the main rule of reboots, stop fucking with the original. And that carries a lot more punch if you've watched no, it, Screams 1, 2, and 3. No, I get it. I get it. But, but you don't, still, because you haven't it, seen them. You makes it a spin-off. It's a spin-off, not a reboot. This is the Hobbs and Shaw of, <laughs> of the Scream universe, if that's what they're going for. You wash your whore <laughs> Right, let's, let's, let's talk about two films that we haven't watched. Let's like, do we have to? <laughs> gorgeous chaos. We can only stall for so long. Right, okay. Um, Venom. I remember not giving a tiny rat's ass about this film when it was announced, came out, until I heard that Tom Hardy was going to be in it. And my first reaction was, oh, I'd rather see Tom Hardy in the MCU, and I'd rather see him do something more. Um, Good golly, was I wrong. Like, the second I watched this film, I was like, this is good. Like, I wasn't going to see it at the cinema until the word of mouth got round that this is really, really good. And this was before I'd really indulged my Tom Hardy um, boner, which, as we all know, is extremely girthy. Um, <laughs> it is. I love Tom Hardy. He's the best. Um, um, but yeah, pleasantly surprised when I eventually went to see it. He's just brilliant, considering like the only Venom we'd had was Spider-Man 3. Like this was this was wow. Um, this was because this is the venom, or at least was the venom that we were expecting when you mm. from from obviously if you're a comic book fan, you have your idea of what venom is going to be, and we as you know we'd been watching the animated series, who did much closer to comic book venom, and then Spider Man Three, it was just everything going wrong. The producers yeah. pushing Raimi to do something he didn't want to do. It was very obvious his heart wasn't in it, and therefore the character that we got. Sure, it was called Venom. Yeah. Um, now it's funny you said that the word of mouth is really, really good because the reviews initially for this were really negative. Um, oh, I don't. A lot mean... of criticism yeah. against uh, Tom because no, I agree with you. I really enjoy the film as well. Mm. But a lot of criticism against Tom Hardy, saying it was very mixed. And which I think is unfair. Like, but what is funny is that we are watching Tom Hardy and there's a film happening as well. Yes. That's kind yeah, of, that's, exactly. that's Venom in a nutshell. Like yeah, Tom really Hardy is. is having the time of his life and yeah. Riz Ahmed's doing something. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, obviously, that's definitely the weakest part of the film, but I meant the, so I didn't, the, the critic review I knew wasn't going to be very good, but um, I meant like the actual human word of yeah. mouth, like the people and the, the, people that I like kind of trust in the podcast I listened to at the time um they were like this is surprisingly good like expectations were low but despite that it actually it did really yeah it impressed and it is yeah it's Tom Hardy talking to himself for an hour and a half it's locked but unhinged and then yeah Riz Ahmed is being mustache twirly good description actually and also to borrow your phrase it did gangbusters 
on yeah. a budget of 150 it made 856.1 million it's ridiculous and i still i don't know why like tom hardy still isn't a i don't think he's a name that sells films i don't think you go to see the latest tom hardy film unless you're me that's but, the funny thing because he's not Hollywood A list, and yes, no, I still well, feel. Is he? Oh, Tom I think Hardy. He might be now. He's a funny because I know what it is. I don't think he acts like Hollywood A list. No, he. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, I think he does what, what he is. wants to do. Uh huh. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, um, but let me tell you really quickly. Okay, so. While exploring space for a new habitable world, a probe belonging to the Bioengineering Corporation Life Foundation discovers a comet covered in symbiotic life forms. The probe returns to Earth with four samples, but one escapes and causes the ship to crash in Malaysia. The Life Foundation recovers the other three and transports them to their research facility in San Francisco, where they discover that the symbionts cannot survive without oxygen-breathing hosts, which often fatally rejects the symbiosis. Investigative journalist Eddie Brock reads about these human trials in a classified document in the possession of his fiancée, Anne Weying, an attorney preparing a lawsuit defense for the Life Foundation. Brock confronts Life Foundation CEO Carlton Drake about the trials, leading to both Brock and Weying losing their jobs. Consequently, Weying ends their relationship. I shan't go on. So uh, we'll link <laughs> the Wikipedia. That? That's the Wikipedia article. There's more. No, I know. I knew what it was, but why? Because I, I, did, I did say... I did say that I would be relying quite heavily on the Wikipedia waiting, article. For I was this. waiting for a punchline. I thought you were going to say, no, no. how ridiculous is this description? I was like, no, that's just the movie. I'm just literally reading the Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> right, because, I'll take the next paragraph. Uh, no. So basically it then becomes, yeah, so blah, 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 blah. Eddie gets infected with Venom and he doesn't die. Yeah. That's, the, that's the kind of the big mm-hmm. first twist the movie sets up. You know, that yeah. it's, you know, these symbionts are killing their hosts and oh, something no, about Eddie one. means that he can... Except the host, and then yeah. yeah, we find out that it's Venom, and Venom is very much a body, and they're here to destroy yeah. the world. Um, and you know, whoa, and then Drake hires mercenaries to come after him. Then Venom mm-hmm. properly comes out, and we see ah, there's the Venom we've never got on screen before. Yeah, and like properly losing it. The big giant one with all of his big tendrils and knives, mm-hmm. and everyone's yeah. Blah, 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 Lady Venom, blah, 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 Riot, blah, 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 Blown Up Rocket, blah, 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 sequel. And it's enjoyable. It's a, it's, it's so No, I think it's great. I won't be Tom Hardy sitting in a tank full of lobsters. There you go. That's, that's part of this film. No, he actually is. That's when he's like, he's got like a fever and the symbiosis is going a bit dodgy. Yeah. I'm just going to sit in a tank of lobsters. Um, it's the the couple counselling that's my favourite part. Just like the fact that this is such a dysfunctional couple that is just arguing with each other all day. And it's never like, Eddie is never really, I hate you, I need you out of me. It's just yeah. like, stop eating people. And, and it's just like, no, I won't. <laughs> I like to eat brains. Because <laughs> that's it, like, you know, kind of like, yes, like this guy, this, this character we're following who is, well, we know Venom's not a good guy, but he's yeah, he's biting heads off like yeah, yeah like. and it's it it's just a the, the tone of the movie is really clever. The way it went the more comical route um of this bonkers relationship and just Venom fucking with Eddie as much as he can, but then getting into like a real like they're buddies, like they actually are friends. Like it doesn't get too combative. They actually. Mm. somehow he manages to rein in Venom and direct him towards doing something uh, productive-ish. Yeah, that that absolutely sells the film. Um, So, yeah, if that didn't work, 
if oh, Tom yeah. Hardy talking to himself didn't work, your film yeah. is terrible no straight movie. away. And I, I don't know who else pulls that off other than Ryan Reynolds. Like I think he would <laughs> he would nail it, but um yeah, no, sure good. So Riz Ahmed, usually fantastic. What's wrong with him in this film? He's just mustache twirly, isn't he? He's so just, evil. He was through on a, a I will say through no fault of his own, he was totally miscast because you yeah. don't like Riz Ahmed is good. Like think of Nightcrawler. Riz Ahmed is brilliant in that film and it's a really small part. Yeah. Um, the way you're looking at me, you do know that he's in Nightcrawler, right? I didn't. Wait, what? Is there that, we go. Yeah, no, he's... Was that he, in, what, in the first class X-Men or the original X-Men? The Jake Gyllenhaal one where he's a psychotic reporter. Oh, Nightcrawler. And, right. Yeah, and Riz Ahmed is the guy who ends up working with him. Man, uh, we, we dove into the X-Men universe and I'm looking at his picture just thinking, well, I guess with enough makeup, yeah, he's Nightcrawler. I, I love it as well. You were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, there's a look in your eyes that <laughs> no. is not, yeah. It seems Wait, to be what? no. Yeah. No, I. Uh, this is the guy that tags along with yes. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I remember yeah. now. I remember. And he's great in that. And he's also, um, I, there was a film, I think it was two years ago now, uh, The Sound of Metal, uh, where yeah. he played. Yes, and I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah I've heard it. I've heard good um, things about it. Ironic. Um, so oh, ouch. he's, uh, but then in this, he is any mustachioed you know oh, i'm yeah. buddy okay he it didn't have to which is annoying because i saw some of the uh, promotional tour for this film is hilarious because it's tom hardy and riz ahmed who are two very english gentlemen yeah having the absolute crack <clears throat> with the interviewers who are just trying to contain this chaos of the two of oh, them sitting amazing. there and it's so funny but then in this uh, hardy's american accent is quite good to some bits are a bit like mm. um yeah. whereas Rizamid, like it's a perfectly fine american accent but it's just bland yeah and it's just really disappointing that it is such a bland villain um, yeah i know what you're looking for is the the wait who is what are the what's the name of the one that he fights riot is in this one riot yeah that's um, it and it's just hey let's get to riot as soon as possible we don't really care about character and there's no sort of there's no ambiguity behind him like it's just like oh no he needs to die sure he's often people there's not even you can do mad side look at when we were doing spider-man 2 doc ock is a mad scientist you know and he's you know ends justified the means and it Mm -hmm. but they somehow like that moment at the end where he's like i will drown this in the river i will basically atone yeah you know what i i buy it because of how he'd been written here is i couldn't care less yeah. He's just, we need someone to be a bad guy. We need someone mm-hmm. to kill Jenny Slate. Sorry, yeah, Jenny exactly. Slate. Yeah. And and then we need someone to die. And that's what they did. Mm-hmm. And now Riz Ahmed is done. Yeah. Um the I don't know how I feel about this. The Eddie Brock and his ex-fiance and all of that business, which carries mm. over into Let There Be Carnage as well. Mm. I think that's the only bit that grates on me. I like that they get the fairy tale ending, but I wish half of this what? Okay, I was I was I wish... keep going, Ian, as I go no. and quickly check it. Uh, do they? Well, it... Do they not stay separated? No. No, I said I like that they don't get the fairy tale ending. 
Oh, that's why I was so confused. I was like, I'm yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, oh, no, Let There Be Carnage has got some explaining to do otherwise. Yeah, I like that they don't get the fairy tale ending. I just get really frustrated when the B, or I guess C plot in this case, is, oh, I miss this woman. She's the one true love. How can I win her back? Especially when he doesn't win her back. <laughs> like, you're dedicating a good chunk of your film to something that isn't going to happen and I don't care about. Like, give him someone else to turn into Lady Venom. Like, I don't know. It's That angle really frustrated me. But it's it's there's not enough of it that I'm like, eh, I'm not going to watch this. Like, for me, Lady Venom was just like, okay, that was cool. There was no, yeah. I mean, other than, like, she was just a vessel. You know, there was no, she wasn't a character, sorry, in the Lady Venom bit. Like, obviously, yeah. Annie is, she's enough of a character that, okay, I get it, you're in it. Yeah. You know? Um, I was just reading there in the back. So obviously this was coming out, I think it was 20, I want to say 2016, 28, uh, no, between 20, no, it's 2018, isn't it? 2018, correct. 2018, yeah. right. Because I was, I was reading there that in 2017, Kevin Feige was just like, nah, this is just a Sony film. It's only a Sony film. Um, and then yeah. but producer Amy Pascal, she was kind of like, no, 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 this is MCU. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a spin-off and Tom Holland's going to be in it at some point. No. Because technically, she she had every right to say, yeah, we'll, we'll be seeking Tom Holland because of that crazy deal that exists yeah. between Sony and MCU. It's like, yes, we can seek Tom Holland. But then, and then Kevin Feige can have some job of explaining how his Spider-Man rocked up in this and how it's not part of his, you know. But at the end of the day, Kevin Feige at this point, now he has pretty much the unlimited powers of the House of Mouse behind him. So, oh yeah, he, he, he pick like do whatever you want. You can uh, grab, um, hmm, pick a random film. Uh, the Sound oh, of Music that's now right. in the MCU. <laughs> that is now an MCU movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> if he wants it, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's honest. It, it's honestly, I'm not just saying this because of you know blah 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 busy week whatever. This is not a film that requires any kind of deep analysis. It, it, this is Tom yeah. Hardy. You said apparently Tom Hardy going to couples counselling with himself, yeah. um, and the loosest of plot threads around it. It's still a highly enjoyable film. Like mm-hmm. I do enjoy it. But yeah, switch off the bits that don't have Tom Hardy in it. Michelle yeah. Williams is good. She just doesn't have anywhere near enough to do it. No, not at all. But as an origin story, um, it's really good. I forget that it's an origin story because, like, your Spider-Man film tends to take a damn long time to do any Spider-Manning. Um, both of them do. <clears throat> it's a lot of Peter Parker set up. But, and it's just an hour and 37 minutes long. I love it. Like, make all films hour and 40, an hour and 50 minutes. That's it. I absolutely love it. Um, so no way home is two thirty. I'm dreading it. No, I. This will be great. I'm gonna love it. But golly, golly, two and a half hours. You're well, asking we, a lot. We were saying recently, weren't we, that we've both seen Eternals now, and I really enjoyed Eternals. And I don't know what exactly I would cut, but it's too long. It is. It's bloated and it's bland. Um, that's like yeah. I think that's, that's the worst thing of it. Eternals is bland, and it shouldn't be. This should be a. It's a it's the most beautifully bland film that I've ever watched, I think. Um, but yeah, Venom is just a tight story. It has to get on with it because it knows it's only got an hour and a half to get everything in. Um, one thing, if we were to do right, so 
let's pretend for a second that Venom was to exist in the MCU. Uh, what I really like about this character is that he is the kind of character that, you know, you could drop into any serious MCU scene and he'd just be like, what the shit? Yeah. You're, all, <laughs> yeah. you're, all, you're all idiots. Why are you doing this? I've got to wait you. Yeah. Why don't we just eat them? <laughs> it's it's kind of a not... It's it, it, you, it's funny enough, because you name-dropped Ryan Reynolds earlier. He's not as fourth wall breaky as Deadpool no. is, but he is as audience aware because he's kind of like, well, why aren't we eating that person? Because yeah. you can't. That's not enough of a reason. Why aren't yeah. we eating that person right now? He's a great compromise, actually, between Deadpool. I don't know how they'll do Deadpool in the MCU, but fine. But you can, do, like, there's not a ton of swears. And yeah, there's a lot of graphic stuff in, especially in Let There Be Carnage. But you can do Venom without that, especially in the the short amount of time that he would be in an Avengers film or in a Spider-Man film or whatever. And I, I don't think he's going to play a massive role. It's, I think I just like that he's there. I just like that he's in it. I'm just glad he's at the party. I, I think that's it. Yeah, it's a great description. I think I I don't know if it's, I presume it has. I, no, I'm going to finish this sentence. I think it has been confirmed. Uh, you're right, not Avengers. Thunderbolts. Which I think oh, is I didn't even know guy. about that. So this is the body version of Avengers. Still, I thought, I think it's it's their kind of Suicide Squad, right? right? Are they not um, Sinister Sixing this? Um, I don't I thought that was know. still on the cards. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Oh, sure. that's a good question. I don't know actually if that's because Sinister Six was a lead on from Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man, correct? That's in the, the Rhino bit. was going to be in it and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Um. And so that version is obviously dead, but it's still been on the cards. And I'm sure. And let me have a quick Google rant for me. Tell me about this film. Um, so there is um, like there is a kind of kind of happy ending. Yeah, they don't end up together, but they do end up yeah. in a in a kind of understanding. We have a mid credits and an end credit scene. So in that mm-hmm. respect, it's very Marvel. The mid credits yeah. introduces us to Red, who has one of the worst wigs in cinema history. Uh, almost yeah. as bad as Michelle Williams' wig. Um, Which they and... ditch for Be Carnage. Yeah, thankfully. thankfully. Pretty quickly. So, yeah. so Red is Cletus Clay. I don't think he's named in this one, but he is because he says, oh, blah, 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 and there will be Carnage. Well, anyone who's familiar with Venom is probably familiar with Carnage. Oh, and then 100%. The second, the after credit scene, I think it's just a scene from Into the Spider-Verse. It's just oh, scene, it? like it's yeah, yeah. Oh, so, uh, cool. I don't remember hanging around for that. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, j- I can't find anything for Sinister Six now, other than it's rumored. Um, there's nothing known about it, and the latest rumor is that Mor- um, Morbius and Doc Ock will form it, which I'm kind of here for that. Morbius, Doc Ock, um, yeah. Venom. I'm pretty much. Um, I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do, but I I want to see them to do it. I don't know because this this venom now, unless you're about to rock my world with uh, Carnage, this venom is an he's an anti-hero as opposed to a villain, whereas Doc Ock is a villain. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I don't think strange uh, happens in Carnage. I. It's just a very straightforward film. Uh, well, then <laughs> let's let's stop dancing around this thing. Let's transition into there. Yeah. Um, I really, really, really liked Carnage. I think this is a sequel done really, really well. Um, I still prefer Venom, and that's the one that I'll go okay. to. Um, 
I think. Yeah, no, I yeah, I think so. Because some, I'll get the negative out of the way really quickly. They take the couple counselling a bit too far in this one, um, and they actually have a divorce. So there's a good chunk of the film where Venom isn't with Tom Hardy, isn't with Eddie Brock, Ooh. and he's bouncing from person to person, and they will eventually die, and he has to bounce to another one. And guess who ends up getting Venom back to Eddie Brock again? Is it Annie? Yeah, it's Michelle Williams again. It's, it's still Michelle Williams, isn't it? Oh, sorry. And also, I've called her Annie. It's Anne. But anyway, yes, it is her. Anne. Yeah. Exactly the same thing. So we don't get Lady Venom. She's just a vessel. And then, do we get Lady Venom? No, I think we do, actually. But there's no oh, kissing right. or anything. But it, it happens again. And Eddie Brock is under arrest. Anne comes to save the day and um, reunites them. I was like, I didn't need this again. It's that sequelitis of following the same beats as the first film. And it's like, I'm happy for you guys to be a team. Um, like, yeah, Venom goes pretty far and like wrecks his apartment, refuses to behave, um, sabotages everything he's doing. And then he's just like, I don't want you in my life. I want you gone. Get out of me. And he does. He leaves. Um, which leads to, have you, I don't know if you've seen in the trailer or promo stuff, there's Venom at a party. Um and he has like kind of neon sticks all over him. And yes, I have. I've seen that image anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a wow. Your movie is how long is it? Your movie is also an hour and thirty-seven minutes. Do you really have time for this? Like, yes. do you have time for this disco thing? Um, sorry, Venom was an hour and fifty. This is an hour and thirty-seven. So short, but. Yeah, he goes to a party as himself. Everyone thinks he's in a costume, gives a speech about being worthy and being worthy of love and all of that. And I was like, wow, did you really need to, did you need that six minutes added on? Did you have to do that? So I'd say that's the weakest part of the film. The rest of it, what what it saves is actually having a decent bad guy. So Woody Harrelson and Carnage is bonkers. <laughs> it's Really, I think Woody Harrelson is more insane than Carnage. Uh, oh, I mean, like having seen Woody Harrelson in anything, yeah, yeah. I believe you. I believe you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's quite an interesting story. Um, so the premise is that Eddie is the reason that Cletus Cassidy has been put away. Um, so he uncovered that, um, he uncovered a murder. And Cletus, K is, uh, Cletus Cassidy is a serial killer and Eddie Brock uncovered it, put him away. Um, Eddie goes to visit Cletus for reasons, I think. No, he wants a story. And the only person that Cletus will tell his story to is to Eddie. So Eddie goes and does this interview, loses his shit a bit. Um, and Cletus conveniently bites him and gets some of the venom blood somehow the Venom blood turns into carnage. <laughs> I don't really know, but I... yeah, it's not another symbiote that lands and gets him. Venom is pulled from carnage, or carnage is pulled from Venom. So has it kind of become like a vampire? Like you get bit and you get infected? Kind. It seems like that, but of course you still need to be able to hold the the symbiote. So Cletus is strong enough to carry him around um cletus has a girlfriend that they want to rescue so they do and carnage is just interested in 
killing the world and making this a new Venom planet, I think, if I remember rightly. <laughs> well, I think, uh, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I think that was the plan of the other symbionts in the first film as well. Yeah. And it's, I'd say the, the weakest bit is um, that Naomi Harris is, is it Naomi Harris that plays? Barrison? I'm uh, sorry, I'm, I'm Googling. Uh, Shriek. Shriek, yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, wasted, to be honest. Perfectly say, fine. But... Does she have more to do in this than she did in No Time to Die? No, not, not really. No. And I don't get the chemistry between her and Woody Harrelson, unsurprisingly. Um because there's kind of like a big age gap there and a bit weird. But we will have less of your ageism on this, but no, yeah, I, I hear what you mean. Yeah, I hear what you mean. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to it. Um you've still got the slightly frustrating Michelle, I'm uh, sorry, Anne and Eddie. There's not there's no chance of them getting back together, but there is a fierce amount of mopiness at the beginning where um they go out to dinner and Eddie thinks that this dinner is to get back together and to announce that she loves him. And it's actually to announce there that she's getting engaged to Dan and whatnot. And oh, uh, Dr. Okay. Dan. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, we're doing this again, really. But thankfully it doesn't spend a huge amount of time on it. Um, Good. Cause they literally do that in the first one. Yeah. And on the, on the flip side, Dan's pretty funny in this. Like he's pretty supportive of Eddie and Venom, and just like, yeah, he literally says, "Man, those guys really need some counselling." Um, and he's he's supportive of Michelle, like, sorry, of Anne helping them out and saying, "I know you have to do this." And cool. There's not the "it's me or him" thing. He's just kind of there saying, "Good," because that is such a tired trope. So I'm really glad they don't do that. Yeah, it is really tired. Um, so it is kind of refreshing that he's just like, yeah, aliens and shit, go and go and sort sort it out. Um, but no, it's enjoyable. Like the the final the final battle um is gorgeous in the church. Obviously, the I wish they hadn't put this in the trailer, the big scene of carnage being spread and all of the tentacles out with the backdrop of the stained glass. Oh, for God's window. Sake, is that the finale? That's that's the finale, yeah. That's it. That's the Aww. big battle, and it's in the Friggin' trailer, and I was like, "This shot would have been beautiful if I didn't know it was about to happen." Mm. And it still is; it's great. It will age really, really well. But I kind of, I would love that as a big moment. Um, so I know, thanks to Wikipedia. Okay, so I know Cletus Cassidy is dealt with. Have yeah. they written Carnage out? Because Carnage is a good enough character. Do you know what I mean? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, never say never, but he's gone. He is. Okay. He's dead. He's dead, dead. He's, I believe, pyroed, like just burnt to a cinder. But oh yeah, okay. fuck it. There's a molecule that escapes into the wind and goes away and stuff. But yeah, it could. But he's pretty much dealt with. And I don't know what the plans for a third film are. I imagine it's dovetail into the MCU and see see what happens. Um, but how? How Ian? How could it dovetail how? into the MCU? These are separate Sony films. Indeed. So. So this has probably the coolest post credit scene that I have ever seen, other than the original one in The Incredible Hulk. Um, that's the one where Tony Stark turns up at the bar. And I was like, oh my God, there is more than one movie! And that was the, the first post credit scene. Um, this one's really cool. So Venom and um, Tom Hardy, uh, Venom and Eddie are chilling in the Maldives or on a beach somewhere. And um, they're kind of like deciding, well, what do we do next? And 
Venom's talking about how he has access to all of this information um, and the Venom symbiote, whatever it is, network allows him to access so much information and so much, so many things that Eddie isn't aware of, including like some multiverse stuff. And Eddie's just like, well, tell me some shit. Um, and Venom says like, right, hold on, we're going to do Vulcan mind meld. And then it poofs them into the same room, but there's the decorating the decoration has changed the tv is on there's somebody else in the room and on the tv is the end of spider-man far from home ah! and it's got um j jonah jameson doing his announcement of a public enemy number one and whatnot and venom just goes to the tv and says yeah we don't like him and boom you're in the mcu I'm very, very excited. Now, oh, obviously, it's so cool. As of recording, I suppose as of release, because this will release on Tuesday the 14th, so we will only have three days to wait to see yeah. what does, does this pay off, or is this just a massive kind of, oh, no, 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 Kevin Feige was never allowing this into the MCU. Don't for yeah. one second think don't that this that. is... No, no, I, this is don't, I don't know that he's going to have anything to do with this film other than maybe be in the post credit scene again. <laughs> just like, Hello! <laughs> Yeah, but, just those guys, lads, pee before you go and see. Yeah, no you can home. because yeah. if you go to the loo, who knows what you're going to miss? Yeah. Um, so, any questions about the movie about Let There Be Carnage? T- to be honest, no, and not because I'm not interested, but because it sounds good. Ian, my promise to you is I will watch this movie at some point. Yeah. Uh, before Friday, I will watch it before Friday because uh, I'd like to see it know. going into No Way Home. I don't know that you need to, but yeah, fine. Um, yeah, it's, it is enjoyable. It is good. Like the bad, I think what makes it is that the bad guy is worth watching. So whereas like the Eddie Brock Venom stuff is a little bit weaker because it's a bit more combative and it's a bit more over the top. Um, Woody Harrelson and Carnage is really, really, really fun and really bonkers. And this is way, this is more R-rated than Venom is as well like the kills in this are it's escalating like there is a it is a bloodbath in this film um yeah because i know cletus cassidy is he is kind of a weak backstory i think is he's just a psycho yeah he's kind of evil just evil unhinged um abused as a child made him a serial killer Uh, that that's the story um Mm. Oh, what is really cool? There's one kind of sequence in particular that's really cool. Um, and when um, Eddie goes to visit him in the prison cell, there's some drawings that uh, Cletus has been doing. And Venom like has photographic memory and then uses uh, like Eddie's body to draw out everything that Cletus had drawn in the prison cell. And they have like this replica and they use that replica to piece together the the bits of the puzzle and where Cletus is going to go next and what he's been thinking about. And the way they drip feed those clues and the way that they, they do it, it's actually, it's better than just, oh, I overheard this or somebody, there's a news thing that said Cletus is this way. It's, they actually have to do a bit of detective work and a bit of investigative journalism to get to the bad guy. It was a bit Batman and I liked it. It was good. I like that. Although I think any film that doesn't have that narration from Ant-Man and <laughs> Ant-Man of the Wasp. 
yeah. kind of telling you how things go. I think it, the, mm-hmm. the films are a little bit worse for that. They could have had that explaining how Venom finds uh, Carnage, but that's okay. That's just that's yeah. just a model head kind of right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, the, I think the best, <laughs> the best funniest line of the film is in the damn trailer again, and it's when um, like Venom is ready to like kick some butt, and Eddie's like, "Let's go," and. Carnage then reveals himself, like Cletus turns into Carnage, and Venom just like, oh no, that's one of the red ones. Fuck that. <laughs> like, I'm no, I'm not doing this. And he disappears, and then he's just like, no, 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 come back, come back. Can't leave me now. I was like, no, fuck this, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, it is. No, that's so good. Gas. Um, it's oh, cool. so funny. I will I, I will watch the film at some point because I like pretty much all of the names you said. I like Naomi Harris. I like Woody Harrelson. Obviously, I really like Tom Hardy. Yeah. I like Michelle Williams when she's given something to do. She's a very, very, very good actor when she's given uh-huh. material. Um, and I just I just want to see the, that scene in the end as well. But yeah. I, I was reading a, a review there just as you were talking um, to stay awake. And it was saying... That's <laughs> <laughs> dick. It was saying that some critics are going, we're worried that Carnage could end up being the film that got Venom into the MCU as opposed to that really good sequel to Venom. No, it will be. Like, it's not a really good sequel. It's okay. Like I said, this is doing sequels well. It is because it isn't a car crash and we're so used to sequels being bad. This is fine. It's good. It's a good film. Um, Yeah, that's it. It's good. I liked it. Didn't didn't blow my socks off. Wasn't oh my god, this is the Dark Knight Rises shit. This is the Dark Knight. Um yeah, Dark Knight You're Rises. Nearly a year and a half into the this podcast. <laughs> How are we still plugging Dark Knight Still doing that. It's not the Dark Knight, as in like <laughs> genre breaking, but um it's good. It's not a disappointment, which is nice. First, if I'm ever described as not a disappointment, I'll be very, very happy. You listening? <laughs> and with me that? this week, this week joining me as always is the man that is not a disappointment, <laughs> Sean Ferrick. I've come yeah. to have low expectations. It's Ian Whittington. <sighs> yes, that is often a sound that is made during love. Yeah. Anyway, it's the so... lack of yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I believe it's your actual orgasm noise. Anyway, oh god. Uh, Oh, oh, since we have a bit of time, I started watching Hawkeye and I really enjoy it. Oh, good. I watched episodes four and five of Falcon Winter Soldier and they were fine. Oh, oh, okay, cool. What, not uh, the rest of the series? I haven't seen episode six yet. I've, no, I've seen the rest of it. But oh, then, I was going like, to say, you've seen yeah. one, two, and three. You didn't just dive in. Highly confused. <laughs> yeah. Who is this Walker gentleman? Um, yeah. And yeah, it was a perfectly fine. fine. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye so, is sneaky good. Sneaky no. good. I am aware because I am on the internet that a character has appeared in Hawkeye that was very much a surprise. Yes. So obviously indeed. I'm not saying who, but no. yeah, so it was kind of like, you know, I went on the internet one day, I was like, huh. all right then. I guess that's something I now know. <laughs> yes, yes, that is, that, that is a thing. That is a thing I am aware of. Yeah, so, interesting. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I will. I, I will watch. It. I actually I would recommend watching enjoyable. this. Yeah, I think really, really quick ranking of the shows. It would be um, Loki, One Division, Hawkeye, Falcon. But those top three are quite close. Gotcha. I I saw today. I do not know the context, but Disney Plus announces uh, Peggy Carter. 
series. I know she had her own series that was then cancelled. What? She's already had one. But it, it got. I know it didn't get great traction. I think. Um, no, but, but she was great in it. Um, and I know. Yeah. So we're. I think. Are we both googling the yeah, same both thing? Randomly good because they've yeah. already. They already. They did Agent Carter. Isn't that Peggy? But Agent Carter, Carter was the um, NBC or whatever it was. Whoever Ooh. had Agents of Shield. Um, it was that. Uh, yes. Um, anyway, yes. Yeah, so that is a thing that I saw that I now cannot find the link to. So potentially yeah. it means nothing. You could be lying. Peggy Carter. I can't see any. Oh, Marvel reveals new Peggy Carter series. There we and go. It's going to have your lady. What's her name? Haley Atwell. Good. Oh, that's Excellent. cool. So that is a thing. That is a thing. Um, Alrighty, okie dokie. So, uh, I wait, think wait, we have... wait, 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 wait. Yeah, no, it's going to be a comic book series. That's fine. Oh, sorry, as in as Marvel in pre- has more planned for Captain Carter, including a brand new comic book series hitting the shelves in March 2022. Alrighty then. So, just delete that part of the pod. <laughs> that made no sense because we've already had an Agent Carter series. So why would they rename it? I don't know. Uh, it's not the dumbest thing in the world. Uh, that is true. Okay, I'm done. Sorry, uh, yeah, this was so. I think yeah, we we vamped for as long as we possibly could on this episode, uh, folks. We will be back <laughs> with No Way Home. That's the big yeah. one. Yeah, next be our week. Next, episode. next week we will have a good good dive into No Way Home. Uh, we love you very much. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Guys, thanks so much for listening to our podcast this week. You can get in touch by joining us on Twitter at EnglishIrishGTM. You can get Ian at WitSind on Twitter. And you can get me, Sean, at Sean Farrick on Twitter. And you should get me, because I'm so much nicer. We will see you next week, and we love you very much. Bye!